Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sounds Like Sam. I'm your host, Sam, and this week I'm talking Week 13 football from around the league. I know this week is uh, technically Week 14. I've been getting a little bit off track on my podcasts, but still one a week as long as I can get it through sometime Monday through Wednesday, through sun, uh, Saturday, I mean, then uh, I consider it a W. Otherwise, uh, yeah, that'd be a shame if I couldn't get it done for you guys but I appreciate everybody who listens if you haven't already go subscribe to the show it sounds like Sam wherever you find your podcasts um, I'll also be talking a little bit of uh, fantasy football in this episode uh, particularly uh, in some of the situations I'm in this week but uh, yeah it should be it should be a good show and uh, yeah I don't, I don't know if you can tell but it's it's raining pretty bad where I'm at I'm in San Luis Obispo right now and uh, yeah it's really rainy uh it just feels like everything is, it feels like something's going to go go bad in a second, but I mean, it's still holding on strong for the moment, which is good. Well, I guess we'll start off with last week's games. I'll, I'll go through all of them uh, in, in a two-minute drill, kind of going back to that. But anyway, starting from week 13, we had uh, Thursday Night Football, Bills versus Patriots. Bills won in a heavy fashion, 24-10. Packers-Bears, packers bears packers Eliminated the Bears not only in their playoff chances but just destroyed them twenty eight to nineteen. Uh, Steelers actually won nineteen sixteen with Minka having a, a game ceiling uh, interception with like I think like thirty seconds to go in the fourth quarter or something like that. So that's always nice to see when this when T J Watts playing. Steelers are like four and one, so uh, great to have him back and to. See, to see how he's doing but uh yeah I'm hoping that Steelers can actually get to 500 it looks like they have a great chance of doing it and uh fun fact Mike Tomlin's never been uh under 500 in a season so really hoping they can they can pull it out and continue that streak but uh moving on to the Jets Vikings Vikings overcome the Jets uh Mike White second game second start of the season he looked good but can just just couldn't pull it out uh Vikings Still have been holding on strong. Lions destroy the Jaguars 40-14. to I uh, hope you had Almond Ross St. Brown on your roster because that was uh, pretty big. Uh, Eagles-Titans. Eagles trample the Titans. They kind of basically did nothing on the ground, which kind of sucks Sucked for me in fantasy because <laughs> I had him. Uh, Browns kind of uh, steamrolled the Texans 27-14, although I did see in the first half it, was, it seemed like it was more competitive, and I know Deshaun Watson didn't have a great game, but... Yeah, he was back in his first game of the season. Uh, Commanders-Giants tied in overtime. Um, I mean, what is there to say about that other than... Ugh, I guess. Get him next time. I mean, Commanders and Giants play literally next week. Commanders are on by. Giants play... Uh, I think they play the Eagles or something. I can't remember who they play this week. Uh, Broncos-Ravens. Oh my god, the Broncos suck so bad. Like... Their offense is atrocious, and they should be embarrassed for themselves, and I'm sure that they are, but they that, they didn't sign up for uh, the Russell Wilson they got, and uh, it shows, so, yeah. Uh, Dolphins are beaten by the 49ers, even without Jimmy, with Jimmy G going down, likely for the season, they were still able to beat a heavy Super Bowl uh, contender in the Dolphins, and that wide receiver duo they got with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, so that was interesting to see. Seahawks down the Rams, 27-23 on a big uh, DK touchdown in the fourth quarter to end the game. Raiders outlast the Chargers. 
27-20. Bengals beat the Chiefs. That was pretty big. 27-24. That's like the the Chiefs' third loss in a row to the Bengals. So maybe even fourth. I forget, but (laughs) that's pretty bad for the Chiefs. Not a good look for them. Cowboys, oh my god, they freaking trampled the Colts. All in the fourth quarter, too. I'm pretty sure they had the most points in the fourth quarter, like, ever. It was like 34 points in the fourth quarter, and it was it was bad. I, I just turned it off. But they the Colts actually held on pretty good until that point, so good for them, I guess. <laughs> and then last but not least, uh, Buccaneers-Saints on Monday night. That was a uh, another Tom Brady overtime win. No, actually, oh, not overtime, just a comeback win. And, and I, I'll go in a little bit deeper on this with my Tom Brady as the GOAT uh, segment. But to me, watching that game... And seeing how he has historically the most comeback from behind victories ever by a quarterback, I think that has to be the most impressive stat to make him the greatest of all time. Like, I don't think there's anything better stat-wise other than, you know, Super Bowl wins that really is a statement of, I'm the greatest, this is what I do. I come back from behind games and I win them. To do that, I think he did it 40, this, he broke the record doing it 45 times, I believe. Could have been 44, but it was in the 40s somewhere. But to do that, that's elite. And I think that is what, is a, at least to me, what makes him the greatest full-time. Oh my god, I don't know if you can hear that, but... Oh my, it just sounds like someone threw a trash can at my apartment. <laughs> it's really, really bad around here. Um, let's see. Uh... I'll go in a little bit of week 14 because we did have the Rams versus Raiders game, which was a Hollywood ending. I mean, I don't know if you guys know, but I used to work for the Rams and nothing but great great things to say about them. Uh, but their season has been a complete disaster in terms of football. They just have not looked good. They've been really unhealthy. It's been basically a Super Bowl hangover. I mean, Matthew Stafford didn't look the same. He's Now he's been put on IR. Cooper Cup's been put on IR. Aaron Donald's on IR. Really, the only star player they had on the field was uh, cornerback Jalen Ramsey, and maybe you could say, you know, maybe uh, Leonard Floyd defensively. Offensively, basically nobody. Uh, I guess, you know, maybe Cam Akers, but he's kind of like, eh, eh, now. But, you know, who they did have who, I mean, was a college football star and former number one overall pick, Baker Mayfield, who went into this game with only 48 hours of practice time and to time to learn the offense and the, the plays and to get ready for a Thursday night game. He went in there and had a nice fourth quarter comeback, uh, come, come from behind win to beat the Raiders, which was completely crazy considering they, they had almost zero offensive drives, uh, that were scoring drives in the whole game, and they just happened to get two of the three scoring drives in the fourth quarter with three minutes to go, which is crazy. So just to score the first one alone with a Cam Akers touchdown, I believe on... Actually, I don't want to say it was on fourth down. I think it was like third down, but did it, it got that touchdown with three minutes to go. Somehow they got the ball back because the Raiders could not get 10 yards and three downs. And, uh, and also, Josh Jacobs can break 100 yards, which is crazy to me because he's been doing so well. I really wanted that 100 yards because I usually get a I get a five-point bonus in fantasy when he gets over 100 yards because I, I do have him in one of my leagues. But I would have liked to have seen that. But to do what they, the Rams did and uh, 
get the ball back even after the Raiders punted and had a uh, and put them on their two yard line uh, where they had to drive 98 yards to score a touchdown to win the game and they actually were able to accomplish it was amazing. And, and there's a lot of controversy too with the way the Raiders play their defense uh, on the the game ending drive touchdown to Van Jefferson going one on one with him uh, giving him like a go route so that all he had to do was basically you know turn around and make a make a jump play on the ball and score and which is exactly what he did and uh for the Raiders to do that like not only is that like an embarrassment to their franchise for lo- to losing the way they did and to who they did with how much time they had like if I'm a Raider fan I I would be flabbergasted and I'd be pissed at the the defensive coordinator and the the team in general cuz that's that should have been an easy dub for them, especially with the way they've been playing. So I just want to give a shout-out to the Rams and Baker Mayfield for really baking up a nice little dub for uh, Rams fans and uh, the NFL community because really they, they put on a show when there really wasn't there wasn't really going to be one. And uh, they kind of put prime time in a, uh, or Amazon Prime Thursday Night Football back on the map a little bit and made, made it interesting. So props to them. Pop, props to Baker for his... Uh, role in this game and hopefully he does some good stuff moving forward but yeah that was uh, week 13 in the NFL uh, I did want to bring up some fantasy football stuff right now uh, I'll give you an update on my teams I believe I have five teams in the running or that I've managed I believe let's see one is a kicker league called mustard for life my guys are Graham Gano, Mike Wright You've honestly been balling, although Mike Wright's not supposed to play. So I need to make an adjustment to that. Unfortunately, he's been killer lately. So I just added Chris Boswell uh, just right right on the show. So do what you got to do. And then my uh, French Toast House League, which is in the LN Boys uh, Fantasy Football League. That's actually been going for like 10 years, so... Props to every thanks. Thank you to everybody who's been in that league. I really appreciate it for keeping the tradition alive and for playing with me. It's it's been a fun fun journey and happy to keep it going. So this uh this team is on the fringe though. I I play a really good good manager Max Palmer. He he's got a a, a pretty solid team and uh, I'm play, basically playing to get in the playoffs because right now I'm tied for sixth. And whoever wins this game moves on to the playoffs, which is huge. But my team has been really lacking in the scoring department. And I may, I basically uh, sold house with trades. I traded for Derrick Henry and Jalen Waddell, traded away Nick Chubb and DeAndre Hopkins. And, uh, you know, Alvin Kamara hasn't been playing well. And uh, my quarterbacks are just okay. I, I just feel like... And I've been on a tight end carousel with this team. So, and, and then the other trade I made was uh, Antonio Gibson and Tyler Lockett, uh, that who I received, and I traded away like Mike Williams and Cream Hunt. So, I put myself in I think a position to do well, uh, flexing out Chris Godwin this time. Got a good kicker in Harrison Bucker. So, I feel pretty good about my team this week. It's very encouraging uh, to know that you know Cam Akers with what he's done. Actually, was able to get a touchdown, which is basically what I bet on for this this matchup. And uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But uh, let's see. Third team is going to be Raging Contagion. It's a team I host with my dad. 
Uh, our team honestly kind of sucks this year, but we had some good players, so it just kind of sucks to see them do so poorly. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, basically. So, just gonna have to, just gonna have to go with the flow here. And, uh, yeah, uh, that, I don't, I'm not making the playoffs in this league, but, yeah, I guess, it's still fun to play around. Let's see, my last league, uh, it's called Debo Samuel. My team is actually really good in terms of, like, player, player position-wise. They just turned on, they turned on the Jets at the wrong time. I was just losing almost every week because of player injuries. Now that everybody's uh, back, though, like we're starting, to, I'm on like a three-game win streak. But I just missed out on the playoffs, even though I'm probably like fifth in total points for. I got like Tom Brady, Ezekiel Elliott, Josh Jacobs, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, Pat, uh, Pat Fryermuth, Devonta, uh, Devonta Freeman. I mean Devonta Smith, and uh, Jets defense. Michael Badgley, and uh, that's basically it. Everybody else kind of sucks on this team, but uh, the the best team of all, I co-managed with uh, Jack Ryan. Shout out Jack uh, for the Sons of Mitch's league. We are killing it uh, in this league. I love this team. It's a big money league. Two hundred dollar buy-in. Every waiver wire pickup or add five dollars to a pot. So uh, it's a really fun league. Fun group of guys, um, and. Uh, yeah, this this team's killing it. I got Joe Burrow at quarterback, along with Justin Fields. Got Devin, Devin Singletary, Josh Jacobs, DK Metcalf, Armin Ronsay Brown, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. Uh, picked up J- uh, Jason Myers this week as kicker. Got the Ravens defense. But I also had Cooper Cup on this team. Uh, I also usually start Young Hoku. And uh, it's it's a pretty solid team. It's put together a lot of good games. And I, I think we're in a good position with that league. We're definitely in the front running of... Uh, that's like by far the, my best fantasy team this year. And honestly, in, in a lot of other years, it's like a great team. And uh, yeah, it's it's great to see them doing well. And uh, happy to see I'm uh, just excited to see how it turns out. But, you know, um, what else is there to say this week? I mean, I, I can address the Heisman, I guess. Uh, Caleb Williams, UAC quarterback, just announced today, actually, that he won the Heisman and... To be honest, I even though I I know he's talented, I he probably has the most talent of all the quarterbacks in the league, and I mean in the the college football playoff and uh like CFB itself, and I I will I mean and no denying he's he's a great quarterback and he basically he put his team on the map and he put his offense on the map and. Uh, but I I feel like to me to be the Heisman, you also have to be able to like win big games. I don't know. Like I I, I know that other like players haven't won them. Uh, and even if you're like, oh, you know, it's I guess it has to be the the best player in college football. Which I again he he probably is one of the best, if not the best. But to me, like the fact that he wasn't able to beat Utah in their Pac-12 championship game, it it's, it kind of bothers me that like they gave it to him. And uh, I think honestly, Stetson Bennett kind of deserved to win it, and I thought he was gonna win it. I know he's not the guy, the quote-unquote, you know, representer of 
what the Heisman should be, and Caleb Williams probably, uh, you know, looks more of the part and plays the part more than Stetson Bennett did. But with what he did and the way that he led his team to an undefeated season, being the number one ranked team in the country, it just, to me, that felt more right than Caleb Williams. So, I'm I'm sorry to all the Caleb, I'm not hating on Caleb Williams at all, but I just feel like if I had a vote, I probably would have voted for Stetson Bennett just because of what he's done the past two years and what he did this year with this this Georgia team, which is completely different than it was last season when he did take them all the way to a national championship game and a national title. So, again, though, nothing on Caleb Williams. I still think he's a great quarterback. I think he could have maybe won next year, and he might still win next year. I think he still has, like... At least one or two years of eligibility left. Because I'm pretty sure he's a sophomore this year. So he could win it twice in a row. Uh, he probably will. But at this point. But <clears throat> yeah that was kind of my thoughts on that. Thought I should share that. Anything new in my life? Um, I mean not really. I uh, I got a, I got my Cucumbre Ruike iPod. I mean uh, AirPod case. So that was cool. Um, what else? Uh, I moved my, my outdoor table inside because I use it, I use it more inside to watch when I'm eating and watching TV. Oh, uh, I mean, I, I did buy a, uh, an adult Lego set. It was my first one. Uh, I haven't played Lego or played Legos or built Legos in a while. This time I, I ended up building a miniature Darth Vader helmet, which was like 700 piece set. And it's just the helmet of Darth Vader. But man, it is it's so cool to look at. It was such a fun little build and thing to do. I kind of want to start getting back into Legos. I know it's like a, a, maybe a nerdy thing to do. But man, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Like it looks sick. It's like the only piece of art or anything that I have in my apartment. So I am cherishing it right now. But it was cool. And uh, I just wanted to shout out Lego and uh, the Darth Vader helmet designer because it looks sweet it looks really cool so uh yeah that's about it uh, if you have any questions or comments feel free to reach out to me you you know my number and uh my instagram sounds like sam podcast uh on ig other than that uh yeah have a great weekend thanks for listening and uh make sure you subscribe to sounds like sam wherever you get your, your podcasts all right see ya peace